Coming to you from the heart of the heartland, you're listening to Life Chat, a podcast designed to help independent agents make life easy. It's important to note the views and opinions expressed in this podcast are those of the hosts and guests and do not necessarily reflect the official policy or position of EMC National Life. Now it's time to get things started. Let's join our life insurance team. Hello, everyone. Thank you for joining us today on Life Chat, where we make conversations about life insurance easier. I'm Carly O'Connor-Pels, Marketing Communications Specialist with EMC National Life, and with me today is Senior Life Sales Representative Steve Miller. Hello, everybody. Um, I am very happy to be a part of this and looking forward to having a very lively conversation. We're happy to have you. And Senior Life Sales Representative Kurt Till. Hello, everybody. I'm excited. My first podcast with Steve Miller. This is going to be fun. (laughs) We're all excited for Steve. So today we're continuing our Simplify Life campaign by addressing commonly asked questions about life insurance. Today's question is, how much life insurance do I need? So there's a lot of factors in deciding how much life insurance coverage someone needs. Do you guys have any advice or tips on how to get started determining what that amount might be? I'll start because uh, this is one of my favorite questions. As, a, as an agent, I was always asked, I have no idea what I need um, and how much I should uh, own. So uh, it was a good opportunity for me to uh, kind of break it down because there's no right answer for everybody. Uh, everybody needs to be able to uh, look at their own uh, situation to determine what uh, is most important to them. And uh, so there's a number of factors, and then I start in with my factors of uh, uh, expenses and that type of thing. Kurt, how do you do your handling of how much life insurance you, should you own? I'll kind of ditto that. You know, every everybody's situation is different, so there is no right number uh, across the board that fits everybody. You know, my, my fan- financial uh, situation and needs are different than Steve's. Steve's are different than Carly's. Uh, so basically, it's sitting down with the client and then it's finding out what's important to them. What do they want the life insurance to do for them? And again, it's there's you know it's what they want. There's no wrong answer to it. You know, it's interesting you say that because uh, you know you 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 want to go out online and find out what most financial experts uh, recommend, and it's all over the board. I mean, anywhere from five to seven to ten times your income. Um, but bottom line is. Um, that all depends on whether or not you have a, a large mortgage, you got two kids, you got five kids, uh, you know, the number of expenses and everything else. So um, I don't necessarily like to just do ballparking it, although uh, sometimes it's at least a good reference, but then when you start breaking it down is when it really uh, defines what that person's needs are. Right. I think, yeah, like it could be a good starting point just to get the conversation going and just kind of understand how the numbers work that way. But yeah, once you start breaking down and getting to specifics of that individual, um, it's always going to be different. Such uh, specifics may include if we want to break down like immediate cash needs, which would be short term. So that's obviously final expense. I think funerals run upwards of 10 grand. Uh, We have mortgage, uh, debt, so that could be student loans, that could be car loans, uh, credit card debt, and then an educational fund for dependents or dependent care expenses, such as daycare. And then we also need to factor in income needs, so that's your total income, which will be missed, or for your spouse. If you're taking out a policy on your spouse, you need to factor that in. Carly, you've hit on all of the important factors, um, and uh, 
Um, you know, when it comes to identifying, um, you know, just the mortgage itself, that seems to be the biggest uh, um, debt that most people have. And uh, bottom line is the question that needs to be asked is, uh, hey, if something happens to, say, your spouse, uh, uh, would you be able to stay in the home that you are currently living in? Um, and uh, so that breaks it down into, you know, just what is your mortgage? What are your payments? Um, where is that money going to come from? Um, if all of a sudden um, half the income is gone because uh, your partner is uh, no longer there. So uh, um, I, I always like to relate it to, you are living in the home that you've dreamed about, but are you going to be able to continue that dream if all of a sudden uh, you're not able to afford the mortgage? Yeah, I would say mortgage, that one probably comes up nine times out of 10, basically. You know, if you're a family, kids, husband, or wife, um, you know, that's kind of like home base. So, you know, if, if you have a husband, wife, one of them predeceases, you know, that that income's gone forever. You're, you're not getting that income back. And if, if you can't, and you rely on both of those incomes to pay that mortgage, you, you don't want the family to be uprooted and have to change their whole way of life, move somewhere that's not familiar. And it's, especially with kids, man, that's just, that's just hard to do. But if you have the life insurance in place to cover it, your, your way of life doesn't change. You know, another factor involved uh, with owning a home is that living in your home is not um, all about just the mortgage. I mean, uh, uh, you've got appliances that you need to uh, replace. Uh, you know, you've got uh, a broken uh, pipe that you need to bring the plumber out. Uh, there's a lot of factors involved with just maintaining a home. And so being able to afford just to pay the mortgage is one thing, but there is a lot of other factors that just uh, make it very difficult for a family to stay in the home if they don't have the funds. To and you hit on living or a final expense. Uh, that's, that's another huge one, um, especially when somebody passes away. It's a lot of times, especially for a younger family, it's, it's not something that's expected. I misspoke by saying it's only funeral costs because if it's an illness or if it was something tragic, there could be unpaid medical bills, which can be right. very expensive yep, as well. Absolutely. I think we've all probably seen a GoFundMe on Facebook for someone. Which is not life insurance. No. Which, you know, when, when you right. think about it, though, uh, you see that can on the... Uh, on the checkout counter in a, in a convenience store with, you know, putting in your nickels and dimes or whatever. Uh, some people, that's the only thing that they have. It's really sad to think that uh, people don't plan to fail. They just fail to plan. And uh, that's, that's the bottom line of how much life insurance do you need is you need to plan ahead and look at what what is it that you need, um, mortgage, um, the expenses. I mean, you mentioned also, Carly, the uh, daycare. Um, I've got uh, uh, four grandchildren uh, up in Minnesota, and my, my son tells me how much they have to uh, pay for daycare, and I just can't believe that uh, uh, the, the expense nowadays. And uh, so uh, if you are now in a position where maybe you have a stay-at-home uh, spouse that can take care of the kids while the other is working. Now all of a sudden you lose that breadwinner and you've got to find daycare. Or maybe you're living on a dual income and half that income is gone now. So daycare can be, uh, 
another major expense, and especially when you think about the fact that you've uh, got uh, before school, uh, after school uh, type of costs, and uh, so that comes into play along with, of course, down the road saving for college. Uh, I think every parent wants to try and do what they can to help their kids uh, have at least a, as good, if not a better life than uh, they've had. And uh, saving for college is, oh my goodness, in itself a major expense if you uh, don't plan ahead. And it's not getting any cheaper. One major factor that I always like to point out, because once you've identified the various expenses, whether it's the mortgage, whether it's the car payments, the credit card, uh, the school loans, is to look at how you're going to have the money to take care of your ongoing living um, by replacing somebody's income. I use the example, somebody's making $50,000. They have a newborn at home. Chances are that newborn is going to be in that home for at least 18, maybe 20 years. If you're making $50,000 and tomorrow you don't come home because of an unexpected uh, incident that uh, takes your life, $50,000 times 20 years, there's a million dollars that all of a sudden is gone. And what are you going to do to replace that income, let alone taking care of all the other expenses we've already talked about. What's that term called? Is it life value? When I was an agent, the company I worked for, they had a, they had a term for that. I, be, I believe they call it life value, which sounds morbid, but this is all oh, your You're worth, worth more than how much <laughs> money you make. Right. It's, it's long term. Well, I'd like to at least uh, put a plug in for being able to, you know, look at all of the different areas um, and be able to maybe turn to um, a resource that is available. And uh, I know that lifehappens.org has a uh, wonderful life insurance calculator that you can go out to that website and click on, and it'll take you step-by-step step through the process that we just talked about, whether it's your mortgage, whether it's your uh, other debts, uh, you've got a number of children for daycare or for college, you. Uh, Final expense, there, uh, all of those factors are placed out on um, this financial calculator that helps you address kind of where you are with regards to expenses in addition to where you are with regards to your current life insurance that you might have. I think it's important to note as well, and I know we've talked about this in other podcasts, is that you have a life insurance through work, but... Oftentimes, people realize, think that that's all they need, when in fact, that life insurance is not there if all of a sudden you're not working. Maybe you become sick and you can't work, and now you've been left off, uh, or you have to leave uh, your job, and now you're out in the cold. So those are the types of things that you need to be looking at, and I think it's important that you, again, plan ahead and make sure that uh, your situation doesn't uh, run into a roadblock because you didn't uh, properly plan. And I think that that's the key is to is just to, to, to plan, have some plan in place. I mean, you're, you, you may not have everything covered, but something's better than others. But once you have a plan, you can always change the plan. Good point. Because your life is going to change, especially when you're younger, you know, you're just getting married. Now you're buying a house. Now you have cars. Now you have kids, you know, that that debt is going to increase or that, that, that need for more money is going to increase. So you can always change the plan. That's good information. Thank you both. Um, any final thoughts before we sign off? You know, anytime 
any of the agents out there, you need help with anything, have questions, um, not sure where to go due to a medical condition, need quoting done, don't ever hesitate to contact your LSR. We're, we're here to help, trying to make life easy for you. Please do not hesitate to reach out to us. Thank you, Stephen Kurt. And just to hit on the life insurance needs calculator, you go to lifehappens.org and at the heading, there's going to be calculators. So there's a life insurance needs calculator and below that, there's also a human life value calculator, which we discussed earlier. And then as always, you can visit emcsimplifylife.com for videos, social media content, and articles related to our Simplify Life campaign. Thank you for joining me, Kurt and Steve. Well, thank you for having us. It's uh, like I said, it's, uh, it's always good to talk about the importance of life insurance. Thanks for having me. And thank you everyone for joining us today. Bye everybody. Thank you and goodbye. <laughs>